Thank you, uh, Mario. Mario, good. Thank you. I'm very well. Well, let's get started, Jason. So, Jason, it's 2022. We can all get over the shame of that either of that Minnow Club Melbourne winning a premiership and move on to better things. Surely. What 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 a what a, a crazy year it was when those when when Minnow clubs are starting to rise. <laughs> what what it's it's nearly offensive for people like me who support the power base of the of the AFL. Well, Jason, I hate Calvin. There is no doubt Melbourne should have died 20 times over since 1964. <laughs> and they've been propped up by the AFL. I just feel disgusted with what they have done. I really, I've been sitting here since the 25th of September next to the microwave, just waiting, to, waiting for the order of things to reassert itself. I'd rather have a major club like Carlton win a premiership, God help me, than another minnow propped up club like the Demons. <laughs> We've only been waiting for 20 years. But are we, uh, speaking of waiting, um, are we waiting on others? Others will come, let you have a good, everyone loves talking to the, the pimping off the car. Hello. Uh, and there's Dave from West Horsham has just joined us as well, Dave. How are you? Very well, thanks, Mario. How are you? I'm good. And how are things over in West Horsham? Um, are there any cranes on the horizon? Well, Snowtown has got a booming barrel business. It's doing particularly well. <laughs> um, and uh, that's that's one of the main sources of economic growth in uh, in Adelaide, along with the three cranes that you see on the horizon. So, yes, business is booming. So, guys, we've got some other friends of ours. I'll use that word friends loosely joining us. I'm going to do the time capsule for this, this um, preview of the season to come. I'm going to start with your good self, Jason. Now, Jason, I do ask you to keep your prediction semi-realistic, okay? <laughs> yes, sure. Jason, who is going to win the Premiership in 2022? Keep oh, it real, Jason. I'm keep keeping it real. it real. I'm keeping it real. So when you say keep it real, um, let's not talk about Carlton. So I'm going to, I am going to keep it real. And I think there's – we've just had a, we've just had a, um, a visitor, by the way. Um, yes, the godfather of the um, of the Al- yeah. of, of the Albanian mafia, yeah. the famous Alia. Alia, you're a bit you're a bit early, you're a bit late. Just listen up to Jason's predictions. Yeah, predictions twenty twenty two. With predictions, I think that I think the Tigers have a second wind. I know um, I know you probably think most most of uh, football followers, other than Richmond supporters, will um, will think that I'm um, I'm crazy. But I, I think that there's a second wind there. Um, the, the the list is still good. Dustin Martin will will recover. And um, I, I, whilst I do expect teams like Essendon to, to get into the eight, um, I, they're, they're still way off. Uh, and, but I do feel that there's still a lot left in the uh, Richmond list. They're well-coached, well-led. Dusty Mutt will come back in. And um, a lot of teams will, un- will underestimate what they're capable of doing. And I said, I think they've got one more left. Jason, that's all very interesting. Who is going to win the famous prestigious spoon, please? <laughs> I think we we rotate those teams year year after year after year, don't we? Uh, it's usually some uh, usually a Gold Coast or a, or an eight an Aints or a North, um, but um, I don't see too much or even a Gold Coast. But I think Gold Coast are doing doing well despite the concerning news about Ben King. I think they'll do okay this year. But I really just can't get past North. I think uh, they will they will struggle <laughs> yet again. And, and I'm sorry, I'll probably answer the same. I answer, I answer that question the same way most years, but I just don't see them doing much. Jason, before we turn to Dave from West Horsham and the Godfather of the Albanian Mafia, who is going to win the Coleman Medal and who will win the Brownlow? And don't think we are writing these answers down, my friend. Let's see how good a judge you really are. Well, I, I, I look. I, I think that we're going to see. 
an even further improved Harry Mackay this year. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's not based on bias. I think, I've, look, I've, I've, I've attended some training sessions. I've attended some practice matches, and he's looking great. He's looking better now than he ever has been. So I think, I think, um, I think Mackay will be, uh, will be, uh, will, will win the, win, win the uh, common medal. As for and the, the Brownlow. As, as, as for the Brownlow. Here we go. As for the Brownlow. Now I, I know you, you, you've given me some strict instructions. Now that we're on Spotify, some, and you know you briefed me beforehand. You know we're sick of the Carlton centric. Um, uh, commentary that that I that I provide every week, and you, you know, yeah, yeah, you think I'm far too side, but but <laughs> but, I, but you're going to find you, you you're going to find it hard to debate this one. Look, um, Sam Walsh oh, finished up there last year, and I think under under Vossi we're going to see the, the next level from him. So I'm predicting Sammy Walsh. Thank you for those words of wisdom for what they're worth, Jason. We might before we before we turn to the Godfather, we might go to Dave from West Horsham. Dave, what are your thoughts on those four questions, please? Okay, so uh, to try to keep it brief because um, we want to keep our listeners interested here. So yeah, I think I starting with a, a riser for the um, for the grand final for the premiership, I think it'll be a playoff between uh, Port Adelaide, who. Huh. Um, I think they're finally going to get their chance, and then uh, and Melbourne. I think that'll be the grand final this year, uh, and I think Port Adelaide will prevail. They've got uh, they've got a really good recruit by the name of Josh Sin, who's come into that group. Fantastic uh, distributor of the footy, and he's going to add a bit to that. Who's um, he? Who in the, who in the fuck is he? Sandy M Dragon product. Uh, I've known him since he was uh, thirteen or fourteen, and uh, very very good pickup for Port Adelaide. Um, in terms yeah. of the spoon, uh, yeah, as as Jason said, the news about Ben King yesterday going down yeah. really is going to make them difficult to find goals, and uh, um, and I think that'll be his last. He's played his last game for the Gold Coast. He'll be with the Aints next year. Um, and uh, in terms of the the Coleman, I think Norton from Western Bulldogs. I think we'll. Uh, Jeez, he, had such a great, he had such a great grand final, didn't he? Great year last year. Um, he's going to be more mature, bigger body. He's got a fantastic leap, plenty of courage, I think. Uh, he's And a quite a good kick. So I think he's my choice for the Coleman. And I think it's the Blondstone this year for the Brownlow. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Dave from West Horsham. Now, as the drums roll, I've got to say there's been some very um, grim news coming out of Knife Point Shopping Centre or a number of headless bodies have, sh- have shown up in the second-level <laughs> car park. Alia, have you got anything to do with that or is it an official no, res- no comment? I have no idea what you're talking about. I have, uh, I have many witnesses to confirm that I was with them. <laughs> At, the, at that particular point in time. So, yeah, no comment. Now, Ali, my friend, the four points, come on, you, you, you pride yourselves or yourself on your judgment. Who's going to win? Who's going to win the spoon, Brownlow and Cobb medalist, please? Com- and throw, in a couple of cheap, throw in a couple of cheapies as well. Oh, look, generally um, when it comes to with regards to, you know, winning the flag, I know the Schumans came out of the top eight. <laughs> You know, generally once at every 10 years, a team comes out of the, you know, that didn't make the top eight from beforehand. But so that won't happen. So it'll be a team that made the top eight. It won't be yes and doom, right? So it's more of a process of elimination, right? So I think, um, you know, Goodwin, they're going to probably tell him to calm down and stop being a bully. And I think that's going to affect the <laughs> And um, I, I can't see them uh, get going anywhere. Look, the Western Fail Dogs, 
<laughs> for two and a half quarters, you know, they, they lead and played well in that grand final. They just got overrun. I think that they are going to be the t- you know, even though um, there's a history of the runner-up not having a good record in, in, in winning the next year. You have to go back to now 2012 since that last happened and Hawthorne won in 2013. Um, I'm going to go – I reckon the record's going to be broken. It happens about once every 10 years. So, uh, yeah, everyone, just get on the Western Fail Dogs. Now, with regards to the spoon, I've, cre- I've predicted the last two years Adelaide and I've predicted North. It generally changes and, you know, the – the bad news about Ben King going down yesterday, you know, I was, you know, I was look, you know, I was looking at another team. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two, I'm gonna pick two, two teams here, and I'll give you a third roughie, right? I'm going either Gold Coast or the Pies. They're they're my <laughs> favourite uh, to to win. And generally with the Pies, I good, it's always a good thing. A new coach comes in. You saw with Adelaide two years ago, new coach with Nips, they won, won the spoon. So get on the pies. And I think the Blues are my smoky. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, Blues are my smoky. Right? So um, now who was – well, the other ones, the Brownlow medalist. Oh, like who gives a shit? It's any form of midfielder. Look, I'm going to go the – I'll go the – you know, just to pick one, I'm probably going to go the Bob. I do agree with, with Sam Walsh because um, the only reason I agree with Sam Walsh is he's got nothing – you know, there's nothing else that Carlton is going to, you know, to think that they get Cher and think he's a good player. There's no one's going to, there's no one in Carlton to take votes off him. They're a shit list. Mm, J- Jason, uh, how do you respond to that, please? Do I do I need to respond to the to the vitriol? Do I need what? I'm picking Moss to win the win the Brownlow. I'm picking Moss to win the Brownlow. Cher Hewitt. Oh yeah, Chris. Big, big name. Just just, just, a, just to name a few, and then there's a few others coming up. Um, yeah. Look, 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 time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. Will Matthew Kennedy. <laughs> so, guys, and, there was one other big question Liam I Stocker. forgot. And Liam Stocker. There's one other big Liam question Stocker. I forgot to. There's one other question I've got to ask each of you. It's an important question. We need to get an answer before Big Wazza from uh, the on the road rolls up. Who will win the 2022 Handbagger of the Year? David, over to you, please, mate. 2020 handbagger of the year. That's a question without notice, Mario. Um, I think that uh, oh, there's an obvious choice: a, a player or team, Mario. Player or team? It's a player. Oh, I think player. One obvious choice as a player. Can someone help Dave, please? Uh, I need, I need uh, 25 seconds of think music. Uh, Red, Mario. Uh, a redhead. Is <laughs> <laughs> a ranger. Edwards. <laughs> No, oh, no, I wouldn't thought so. Dave, you're off. Go back to West Ocean, Jason. Who will win the Who will win the handbagger of the year in 2022, our, Jason? Our, our perennial favourite. I mean, there's no one more of a handbagger than this guy. I mean, he's the handbagger of all handbaggers, isn't he? Um, but um, I don't want to mention his name. Uh, oh. But uh, but uh, we all know who we're talking about. Uh, but prove look, to me that you know who it is, Jason. Who? Look, what's look, his name? It starts with a G. It starts with a G, doesn't it? So. Look, Hanberg, I think, look, why don't we just take that one on notice and we'll think about it. I, I think that a lot of players are going to want to start off um, off on a good footing. Um, and this guy does in March and, and April and, and May. And he does, <laughs> and he might just continue on. He might just continue on. So so uh, at this stage, um, um, I'm, I'm not going to say that, that Gary Rowan's going to be um, that, that player. <laughs> I don't think it will, but uh, there, there will be someone else that will take the helm, no doubt. I, 
I think it would be unfair to say it was Gary Brown. I think, um, or, or even you wouldn't you wouldn't put Tom Mitchell in that conversation either. Oh, he but Brownlow oh, medal has been a handful. Tom Mitchell, but uh, you wouldn't put Tom Mitchell in that conversation. The second worst Brownlow medalist since Way Woden. <laughs> Uh, Nick, I think Adam, it, Adam Cooney's had a shot at that. So, uh... Nick, guys, I've got another question for any for the field here, guys. So, there's obviously some teams we don't have great expectations around going to the new season. Which team do you think will be the most disappointing as things play out? Who wants to take that, please, brothers? I'd like to start off uh, answering that question. I, I think that Collingwood's list, theoretically, it has a very deep midfield, oh. and that's what they're recruiting for. But I think they're off off the pace. I don't think they've recruited tall enough. Yes, they've got some good tools, um, but I but I, I think we're going to see... We're not going to see the best of Collingwood yet, um, and they're going, to, they're going to have to go... I think they're going to be going backwards before they do anything um, substantial, given where they're at with a new coach, effectively um, rebuilding the list. Um, so I, um, I think that Collingwood's going to be di- um, disappointing. I'm not trying to have a go at all the Collins supporters, but I generally don't think that they're they're well placed this year. Ali, what are your thoughts on that, or did you have a different candidate, please? Oh no, no, I, I, I think you know there was all this hype about S and Doom last year, and uh, you know they're they're going to be the one the team that falls from grace. I, you know, um, you know, and it's just great to see. I'm just, I'm just, you know, just waiting near whatever six thousand three hundred and something days since they last won a final, and it's just going to continue. They won't get, um, yeah. You know, I don't see where their list is going to get better. They didn't, to me, they didn't really recruit anything. Um, the guys like, you know, I don't know Parish played well last year, and so did you know think, but I don't. I, but I, I don't see where their natural improvement because I don't think those guys can get any better than what they did. So to me. The most disappointing team of the year will be S and Do. I've got a and and myself, uh, Mario. Yes, I was going to ask you David about West Horsham Port. Well, uh, well, no, I'd say of uh, a representative of everything West of Horsham, um, which goes uh, out to the Indian Ocean. I'd say that uh, to quote Dennis Committee, West Coast will start optimistically and finish misty optically. Um, and I think that uh, without Darling yeah, to straighten them up um, due, due to his uh, anti-vax stance, I think that uh, they're going to struggle. Now, they might come into the season with some optimism, as everyone does, but quickly fall off the perch. I've got a question based on what you said, Dave, but that prompted a thought. If any of you were the president of a football club, and Liam Jones said, and, and your club gets into the into the finals, or looking like they're, they're going to be playing finals mid-season, and Liam Jones nominates himself as as an available player during the mid-season draft, would you select him, or would you say, well, well, on the on the on the condition that he vaccinates himself, would you put him into your respective teams, or would you say, no, nah, can't fit you in? He gives a shit. Very, very good question. Yeah. <laughs> he gives a um, shit. Notice, yeah. Jason, it's not going to uh, happen. Sorry, guys. Uh, the guy's not going to get vaccinated, right? Well, maybe, so, maybe we should look to have a, an anti-vax team of the year at some point. We'll, um, we'll yeah, well, I've well, got a good spine. We've got rubber chest darling at center half forward. <laughs> and, we've got, and we've got William James at, at full back. I'm sure we can... <laughs> 
we can we can fit others in there. Is there a spot for Djokovic somewhere? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you go for a walk a little bit. You're breaking up a little bit, please, Alia. Okay. Dave, I would have thought that West Horsham Port, I mean, that was a miserable defeat in the preliminary final last year. And I thought, you know, what's his name? Their poor old coach, Ken Higley's been there for the last 50 years, whatever. I suspect they're ripe for a real descent down the ladder next year. I really do. Yeah, I, I disagree. I've got, I've got them either flying or failing, uh, Mario. So, um, yep, what, as you've stated, that, that could potentially happen. Um, if you look at their list, if they all perform like most lists, um, they're pretty talented. You know, you get Dixon fired up. He's not a favourite of yours. Um, but they've got both. They've got uh, the reigning Brownlow medalist, Wines. Um, they've got, uh, you know, the, the holy what, trinity what? of those kids from the draft of two years ago. Um, I think I think they've got incredible potential if they all play to that. But uh, we'll, we'll, they've been to the dance a couple of times and failed. Will that just play on their mind and they'll drift off as possible? I just want to say something about Port and you look at the Shremans. We label the Shemans as soft cocks, and which they were, but they got those hard nuts in Petrarca. They got that, ru- ru- you know, the runger in um, Oliver. You know, Brayshaw. You know, they got Viney. What's common about those guys? They are hard nuts. They are tough. What do Port have as tough? Flop lock. For Boke, I think it's to me the yeah, most but- respected player in the competition. One yeah, at a time, please, guys. One at a time, please, guys. Yeah, respected. Where, 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 where were Boke and where were Wines in that first quarter against the Dogs? They didn't get a touch, either of them. Either of them. What well, that means, they're, 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 you know, they look tough, but in the, in the, in the centre, they're gooey, mate. They're little gooey. Right? <laughs> you know, that's what they are. And they've got a whole bunch of, you know, Connor Rosie, another one, soft cock. They've got soft cocks all over the place. They need sponsorship on Viagra, and that's the only way that's going to harden them up, mate. Or yeah, alternative value, invite, invite them to a training camp at Knife Point Shopping Centre, the second level of the car park. That oh, makes no, hard... They wouldn't get to level one, they shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dave and Alia, Cardinal have already spent a lot of money on, on Vosky in terms of re-architecting Princess Park. They've that's put that's big, the money that they've... was published. We haven't seen the money that came in the bag as well. But, but they put they it. put bigger doors in to get his head through the, those corridors down there at Princess Park. How's it going to end up for Carlton this year, please? Jason, we'll give you a response at the end of the end of this. But Dave and Alia, how are things going to play out for Carlton this year with Vossi in charge? Oh, look, Carlton are in that team. They they're that team that can finish anywhere between seventeenth and eighteenth. No, sorry, fifth and eighteenth. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the list is. It, 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 They've got some good top end players, but it really does fall down um, after the, you know, the, you know, Walsh is an absolute, you know, superstar. I, I'm a big yep. fan of Mackay and I'm a, and a huge fan of Weedering. They've got a great spot. But, it, you know, but when you're paying $900,000 for a halfback flank, for halfback flankers, right? Seriously, name me a halfback flanker that's ever fucking done, done anything, nothing. And I think that's where Carlton's issue is. They're paying too much to too, paying too much to too much shit. And it also will revolve around this is the most important man for Carlton, Charlie Kerner. If he has a good season, Carlton are going to have a very good season. Well, my problem is he's going to slip over his mum's. He's going to have <laughs> He's going to slip over those tiles and he's going to bung his knee and then bung. You know, he's going to say bung the Carlton season. 
Thank you, Dave. Before we get to uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel, what, what are your thoughts on Carlton in 2022? Well, I've actually just had an eye over the list, and it's pretty unimpressive. Um, you know, they've uh, they've brought in Jesse Motlot this year, recruited him. Um, I don't think there's really much they're going to add a lot to what they had, and, and they didn't play particularly well last year. I, I can't see the growth there. I just can't see the talent. I can't see the growth. I can't really see them um, moving forward. Mitch McGovern has been a, a massive disappointment. Um, at Carlton, Jack Silvani's a flash in the pan, has a good game. The game has passed Patrick Cripps as much as I think he's oh. a champion several years ago when you needed the midfield ball. The stand the, the stand on the mark rule has entirely changed the game and there's a lot more spread from contest. You need uh, a lot more pace and sadly the game went past um, a champion like Paddy Cripps. Could he go down forward and make a difference? Um, potentially. Uh, but I don't think he's got the Ford craft to do it against good defenders. So no, I Jason, don't see them. I don't see them moving. Thank you, Dave. Jason, I give you give you the microphone. Time to defend your mighty club. I've, I've, I've sat through patiently listening <laughs> to all that, <laughs> and I can't believe what I'm hearing from these two experts, so-called experts. I cannot <laughs> believe it. Not believe it. But the two experts have been saying this for the last ten years, and we've been right, Jason. So that's why we're one at a time. One at a time, guys. Jason, right. you got Look, the floor. There is there is a deficiency in the list, and the deficiency is is the back line. So so, however, that's. But having seen some practice matches so far, or a practice match so far, um, it seems like there will be a defensive mindset at the team, and the game the game will be set up that way. Game plan will be set up that way. Um, but I do feel that if there's going to be a deficiency anyway, it is in the back line. Liam Jones wasn't the best fullback going around, I know, but he did hold it down. Yes, he, you know, he, he made us. He's going to be a big miss. Yeah, he's, you know, he did, he, he did frustrate us, um, but he did hold the position down by and, by and large. And if he couldn't, then we could swap it out, swap him out with, uh, with um, Weedering and potentially Marchbank went, you know, when he, um, when he was playing and not injured. So, oh, Jason, please stop being so droopy about oh. the sheets. I mean, <laughs> no, come no. on. Oh, please. Uh, what are they cooking? <laughs> They've got Michael Voss down there now and they're still cooking. They're, they're trying to corrupt my men, cook by bringing in vulgar and uncouth people that they sack within 24 hours and give us a spell. I can't join no. this call and listen to dreary no, but, but, cheat talker. Mario, what's been happening? All right, let's, okay, all right, enough of COVID. Enough of Carlton, one please. More thing, one more thing. 20 minutes to make five thin sims and five potato cakes is a bit too much time, I reckon. Oh, the, difference, so the, difference between, the difference between this year and next year will be Michael Voss and Brian Cook. And you, you'll see that the team will play differently and you'll see results. You'll see them finish in the eight. Yeah, All right, so we will Brian remember, Cook Jason. Now, we want to formally introduce our good friend, Big Wazzer on the road. He's a handbagger. Uh, Big Wazzer, we've spent the last 30 minutes dissecting the woes down at the handbag, handbag park. We've voted on the handbagger of the year. Who's going to be the most disappointing player down there? How many how many free kicks Joel Salad will get this year? How do you see 2022 playing out for these pensioners down at the handbaggery, Big Woz? Look, I'm just sitting here listening to you bang on again, and... I've just got shades of 2011, guys. Now, hear me out. We were written off in 2010. You know, new coach, the little master was leaving. There was no hope for the Cats. And then we snagged the flag. And I've just got a smell in the air from the Corio Bay Roadhouse with the two dimmies and the two (laughs) potato cakes that 2022 is going to be like 20... 
11. So I'm excited. <laughs> Load up on us. They've got us at Overs. This is your chance. Put your house on it. Put it all on there. Don't worry about the Cheats or the Dorks or West Horsham or that um, fickle club that's called the Richmond Tigers. Yeah. Load up on the Catters, guys. We are ready to go. And the Shemans, I've got a smell about them too while I'm going, Mario. I've got a smell of 2009 when the Dorks stole the flag from us in 2008 and then capitulated. It didn't make the finals the following year. I think that the vulgar leader that is Simon Goodwin is going to take them down to the cesspool of not making finals this year. Rant over. What do you think, guys? I think what lots, of lots of bluster. Jason? Lots of bluster, lots of flash, <laughs> lots, of, lots of big talk. Um, big. But, uh, let's not scratch the surface there. I think uh, you'll find a lot of those guys in, ending up at, in, at their local aged care facility by the end of, by the, end of the season. Warwick, so who I'll... do you think we voted on for? Who do you think we voted the handbagger of the year to come in 2022? Oh, who do you think got gee. the votes? Oh, gee. Oh, tough one. How many guesses do I get? Uh, is it fair to say that the, the collective loaded up on my man Gary Rowan, who, uh, <laughs> who basically is a uh, April, May, June that's, specialist and then just that's rather disappears come July? Is that, is that okay. what you were saying, guys? Big was, you've been disparaged April, uh, May, and June. It's March, April, and May. Okay. Oh, well, can you, can you please tell us when Geelong is playing a, a sun, uh, Gold Coast Sunshine? Sun. Gold Coast Suns down at the handbag. We, that, that's a match everyone's going to have to do. We'll see a handbag of pedigree oh, being yes. broadcast to the world. Yes, the Gold Coast Suns are our new Shemans. I think they're going to go for the 186-point drubbing um, that ended the poor uh, career of many down there at the D's. Um, just bear with me. I'll let me find it. I feel like it's in the early rounds. It could be a nice uh, evening match. So I'll come back to you on that one, uh, Mario. Just bear with me. But they're starting to crumble down at the handbag. Did you read the vitriol? Oh, we're crumbling from the dorks. We're crumbling, you know, are we? Ali has got the floor one-on-one. On one. One, one no, did you read the vitriol? Chris Scott, and he said, you know, did you read the article this morning? He said yes, that the I AFL did. should have cancelled the preliminary final because a couple of our guys were a bit sick. <laughs> they should have. They a bit of a sniffle. Dirty bottoms. Dirty bottoms. They had you know, shemenitis. That's what happened. years we've been playing the game, and every, all these other teams have been sick. But what do they do? They get on the park, and they go out, and they go and play. And what do the cats do? We're going to We're going to bit of, bit of sniffle. We're going to cancel the game. Oh, I had dirty bottoms. It's become very clear to me, based on this vulgar cesspit culture of the D's, that they obviously violated the sanctity of our motel <laughs> to allow all of these poor buggers out of both orifices, and yet we still manned up when they should have cancelled it, and we tried to deliver, but there was no stopping the D train. That was right. a sad thing. All right, guys, now a question for Dave from West Horsham. Dave, you're also our ambassador into Perth. What are your thoughts on Fremantle this year, please? Well, they, they moved along a bit last year. I think um, I think they've got uh, a moderate list, um, and uh, I think Longmuir was in his third year this year. Doesn't um, matter. I think uh, I wonder when they're going to expect some success. So uh, I think Fife is a bit like Cripps, getting to the end of his best. He's probably his best footballers behind him. Um, how long can he pull that team along? They've just got too many players who flash in and out, um, but not a lot of, besides Fife, not a lot of genuine A-graders. Ali, what are your thoughts on the Dockers and just briefly GWS as well, Ali? 
Oh, look, the Dockers, I don't think their list is bad, but they just don't have anything up forward to kick goals. I mean, down defence, they've had a lot of injuries over the last few years, and apparently all the players are apparently up and running. On ball, they're not too bad. Too reliant on Fife and, and you know, um, the guy who should be a handbagger in in Mundy because, you know, he, he, he keeps the age, age profile. If they're not, they're going to be... We take him. He's a you know, they'll, they'll, they'll <laughs> you know, I, I, can, I can see them maybe sneaking in, but, you know, um, you know, but, geez, they're just, they're just, you know, they're just, you know, who cares? They're a, who cares football club? They're not going to win anything. They don't loot. They don't finish last. They're going to be that in-between, travelling no man's land. So that's what I see of them. GWS, they're my smokey for the flag. No, you say that every year. You say that every year. Yeah. Well, no one. Yeah, well, I said last year they could make the eight, and they did, and um, they put up a good performance. Only been beaten by the handbaggers, and yes. that was the handbaggers. Even you know, amazing they got out in the park because you know, obviously didn't have any sniffles, or was it more of the case that they weren't shit scared of the opposition? No, this, this started yeah. down at the Catter in the last round yeah. when we capitulated to the Shemans when we yeah. were belting the living suitcase out of it. Started there. There was some dodgy stuff going around by the D's. Doctor, who's come out to uh, blast old Goody. Uh, he's been up to a mischief, and we just went downhill after that. But yeah. uh, Mario, disappointing news. Uh, just finished checking the draw. The AFL stiffed us again. We don't get to get the soft kill of the, the sun coming down to the cattery this year. We've actually got to go up there to the Gold Coast uh, and see them in the second last round. So I might head up there and just uh, watch us. I reckon we'll be flying and might go on a few roller coasters up there uh, before the game. That'll be great Lots stuff. Of, Thank you for that. Lots, Jason, of age, lots of very good age care centers up there. Was oh, they can inspect them while they're up there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Jason, Jason, we had a big year last year from Don Scott in terms of revelations regarding uh, Hawthorne. Are you expecting other big revelations come out of Mr. Scott this year regarding the uh, the mighty Fighting Hawks? <laughs> oh, that's a loaded question. Uh, aren't you? Aren't you just being um, uh, controversial? Just uh, just to open up the year with a question like that, but. Um, Look, um, if, look where there's smoke, there's fire. It's a cliche, yes, but um, if um, if that's what's been happening in the 80s and 90s, and uh, I'm sure there's a whole lot more that Mr. Scott has, um, has uh, to tell us. So, um, it, look, Jason, it, it happened in the 80s and the 90s. What are you talking about? Also, happen, it, it's been happening for centuries and will continue. Yeah, and we'll keep the 2010s, <laughs> now into the 2020s. It doesn't stop. We'll keep denying any allegations, you know, you know, unless you've got full proof. It is, you know, it's just a, you know, furphy. We're agog with anticipation about the Dingley Hawks this year. We can't wait to see <laughs> well, how yeah. they perform this year after they go the out there Dingley to the performance old, center. the snake pit and they just try to build a big uh, mecca out there. Oh, Over it's the going tip. to be wonderful to see how. Well, yeah, however, you, however you paid, buddy, however you paid, buddy, when he was actually at Hawthorne, he's likely to kick one thousand goals this season. Do you still miss him and love him, brother? Oh yeah, we still we still miss him and we still love him and we wish him all the best to you know hopefully uh, you know kick kick the thousand goals and we you know and um, you know all good good luck to him. He'll be a free agent at the end of the year, so therefore the Cats might have a sneaking chance. He's thirty five and uh, will fit their profile, but whether he would like to go down the Sleepy Hollow, who knows? But <laughs> well, you know, nice. well, how will he be remembered, boys? Question: Is he going to be remembered as a dork? Or as a Bondi billionaire, when it's all said and done, what, what's what's his uh, legacy going to be? How's he going to be remembered by the fans as more of a dork or as a uh, Bondi billionaire? 
I'd, I'd say that. Bondi billionaire. He's, he's got the full package. He's got the ex-Miss Australia with him. Uh, he's mm. pumping out kids yeah. up there, and I think he's a Bondi billionaire. So, guys, speaking about the 1,000, Mark, I think from memory, Joel Zuck with the captain of the handbaggers, in terms of free kicks, is about 760. I think the hopes of him actually reaching 1,000 free kicks before the end of his career, it's just not going to happen, is it, Dave? What's the count at this stage? I think uh, he's done Mario? about 740 free kicks. Well, I think he's a chance. I think he's a chance. Oh, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be, uh, he won't be first to the ball a lot, so he'll be second to the ball, so he have to be sedentary free kicks. So, um, uh, but I think he'll find a way. I think... Uh, I, I agree. I think the way that he can get there is if he officially announces his retirement at the end of the season and there will be the sympathy vote that he will get from the umpires. And I think that that can fast track him to that thousand thousand. Speak was on the road. What he thought on the spring in the back of his neck, so his head continues to pop back. I think he's a chance. <laughs> the, the, the big was can can Joel Duck would make it to a thousand free kicks? Well, of course this. he can. Of course he can because he's hardly done by people are just headhunters. They're all grubs, <laughs> especially those from the Dorks and West Horsham who just you know don't like a champion, and that's okay. And the cheats. And the greatest thing he's going to do is knock off old Sticks Kernahan as the most uh, captain of the side, which is great. So we've got a real leader that's going to lead the leaderboard for once. Oh, which fantastic! Oh, yeah, some but, but drunk Bogan who just wants to see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, was there. Was going to move on. We're going to move on. So we're going to go, there's one more prestigious award we need to discuss. Now, Jason, listen up. One more prestigious. And it is the Colin Sylvia Medal for 2022 for the player who's the biggest fuck-up of them all. Jason, could it be Springer? Who do you see Who do you see winning the Colin Sylvia Medal for 2022? Well, there have been oh, some entertaining uh, candidates in the past, haven't they? And they're still, a lot of them are still running around. Um, well, you know, uh, there's, there's a... Certain backmen at Essendon who um, would fit that bill very well. Who? Oh, who? Oh, Michael Hurley has uh, had his. Uh, no, okay. no, Jason. Uh, he's not. Str- he's not Stringer grade. Come on, who's going to win the? Forget you, Jay. All right, Dave. Who's going to win the Colin <laughs> Sylvia Medal, please? I think that. Uh, well, an early start for his pre-season work is Jordan Degoe. And oh, yes. uh, I don't. I think he's incapable of uh, educational learning. Um, he will entirely forget uh, um, the the promises he's made, and and on his next drink, he'll fall over the cliff again. So, I think uh, he's a very very good chance. Dave uh, Ali, would you agree with Dave? Yeah. I, he, well, he's the club house leader at the moment. <laughs> by, I, by a long way. But, Several yeah, shots I ahead. Think, I think. I think Jake Springer had his one good year, and he does. And he's due, he's a yo-yo, so he's due for his bad year. So. I think he'll do something. I think he's 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 been training in the in, in the preseason that how how he can trump up uh, Jordan Dugowie. But my one for out of left field is you know this, and Jason will be happy with this to a certain degree. <laughs> is if Carlton win the flag, would it have to be Liam Jones for not being vaccinated? Not quite yeah. a criterion for the nah. Colin Sylvia Medal. Was what do you think about the Colin Sylvia Medal? Fair enough. All right, uh, guys. Wasn't, <laughs> oh, no, I'm here. I'm here. Come on, what are you talking about? I mean, the funniest part is that someone said Carlton could win a flag. <laughs> Please. Uh, good one. Um, guys, we've missed, the, we've missed the number one challenger to the goey, and his name is Christian Petrarca. And uh, the reason we're calling out Christian Petrarca is because the big, fat-legged 
Bogan, who's now been pissing it up with Goodwin and all the mates. I've got a feeling he's had this up. He's read the press. The head's blowing up. I just feel like the uh, the cards are going to fall. And so put a little bit of coin on Petrarca taking over the mantle of the uh, of the award from Jordan Dugowie. So, everyone, thank you very much for your time. I want to thank the godfather of the Albanian Mafia. I want to thank the Scarlet Pimpernel. I want to thank the roving ambassador from West Horsham and Perth. And also, of course, the, the road warrior who is Big Waza. This is the, we'll have our weekly podcast every week. Spotify, this is weird. It's going to take, take over Spotify. We're going to break the internet. Thank you very much for your time, guys, and we'll speak soon. This is Mario from Doncaster, thankfully signing off. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye, all. Right.